I didn't have the marketing training. I didn't have sales training. I was just able to say, I know this is what your business needs. This is what I know I can deliver for you. Not, not just like, you know, some tax return, but like I can save your business money and here's what that means to you. And that was like the best form of sales anybody could make. So if you're thinking about it in terms of like, well, I need this money, like my challenge to you is you really got to get out of that mindset. You need to go back to who you're serving and who you're helping. And if you just focus on helping, everything else will fall into place. What is keeping you from growing your business to the next level? I'm Jess Bergio, one of the hosts here for Fast Foundations, the podcast. Between the three of us, my co-host Jim, RT, and I have grown several businesses scaling beyond seven figures. And you know what? Not a single one of those businesses came with a blueprint. For years, we poured time and resources into our businesses, from salons, tech companies, and product-based businesses, navigating success and failures on our own. For all of us though, it began to change in 2019 when we found a community of like-minded entrepreneurs and industry leaders to mentor us. That community was Fast Foundations. Just like the mastermind, we're bringing on experts and having discussions to give you tips to not only improve the foundational skill sets you need, but to also fast track your growth. We'll dive into the core pillars of what will make your business succeed. Whether you have a brand new idea that you're looking to turn into a business, or you're already a successful entrepreneur looking to scale, this community is here to take you to the next level. Let's dive in. Welcome back to Fast Foundations, the podcast. It's your girl, Jess Bergio, and I am joined today by a very special guest who has been a former, what do you want to call, student of Fast Foundations, the mastermind. Not only is Stacy a friend of mine now, we have connected many, many times through her helping me uh, strategically map out my business in the last couple of months, which was amazing, uh, but also just by way of like being companions, going through Fast Foundations together, even as I'm one of the coaches, I've been able to learn so much from Stacy. And I think her story and her journey to really entrepreneurship is so impactful, but also she's a mom, she's relatable, and I enjoy spending as much quality time as I can with her. So I'm so excited to have you on the show today, Stacey. Welcome. Uh, thank you so much, Jess. I'm so excited. So tell us, I know that Fast Foundations has been a big part of the last couple of months of your life and your business, but where are you currently at? Because your story is really, really amazing. And it's something that I know a lot of people are going to be able to relate to today. So talk us through, you know, why Fast Foundations was maybe the right step for you when you were thinking about expanding into your entrepreneur journey. Yeah. So to give you a little bit of a, I guess, a background, I started an accounting firm in early 2013. I just wanted a better life for my family. I wanted to do better for my clients and what the business I was working for previously had done. And I wanted to do better for my employees. And I really started just like me in a laptop in my basement, very quickly grew that business. In eight years, we grew to over a million dollars in revenue. I had a team of 10, a full-fledged office. We were doing a ton of work in the community and it lit me up. But then I fell out of love with taxes, doing all this work with small business owners. I was so dedicated to like seeing them succeed. And I knew what they needed. I could see the ones that were making money and the ones that weren't and the people who were truly satisfied and the ones who were only Instagram famous satisfied. And I just wanted to help more, but having to sign off on all these tax returns, I couldn't do it. So I sold my business in 
2021, late 2021. And I decided I was going to go online. I'm going to help entrepreneurs and small businesses scale and really find that like trifecta of success where they're making money. They are doing what they love. They're giving to their communities and they have a really good life. They're not burning out while doing it. Mm. And that is where Fast Foundations came in for me because I realized very quickly that despite knowing about business and the traditional business model, online business is a little bit different. There's still, you know, some commonalities, but the little differences, I needed to learn about those. I needed to learn how it was done. And I really needed to build my network. One of the biggest mistakes of like my entire business career was that I built a business that was referral based. It did phenomenal. I was very, I was known very well locally, but I didn't put the effort into building my personal brand. I actually never planned to sell my business. So I didn't put a any effort into that. And that, that decision or lack of decision, I guess, failed me in terms of how quickly I was able to launch into my next business. So here I am starting at square one, building a brand, getting community and learning some of those things that I knew I was missing along the way. And that's, you know, Fast Foundations provided me all of that. I really expected going in, I thought that the education was going to be more important, but I would say hands down, Fast Foundations, it's like the community that comes with it is more valuable than any education you could ever receive. I think a lot of people going in feel that. I couldn't agree more. And I think a lot of people come for the strategy, like you said, and the education piece. And while that's met and you do get that while you're in there, the connections that are built through the curated conversations and the pockets of time after you've maybe heard a speaker or you've gotten the opportunity to learn something that you've been wanting to hear, it's then time to go integrate and figure out how it, it figures into your business and how you can utilize it and use it. And that's one of the things you and I've had conversation in the past before is you know, what do we do once we learn these things? Like, where do you go once you've ingested this information and you've been exposed to this, like, quote, like, now you know better, you got to do better type of stuff. It's, it's sometimes overwhelming for the new entrepreneur to know what next right steps there are to take. And I think you helped me a ton. And yes, me, Jessica, still in my entrepreneur journey of discovering, you know, where I'm moving into and what I'm doing. And if you listen to me on my other podcast, like, I share a lot about what that looks like after being behind the chair for 22 years. Stacy helps people like me or people like you possibly if you're a small business owner. Uh, I also went from a behind like a brick and mortar to wanting to move into the online space and it can be overwhelming. And you know, you and I sat down not that long ago and had this amazing strategy session where you asked me simple questions that like sometimes when we stay in the busyness, we don't stop and go back to how can I make my life more simple? How can I take my time back? And you really have like a great framework of how you do that for people. So share with us a little bit about like when you're getting advice, like how do you know who to listen to, what the next right steps are? Like how is someone to, to be discerning when they maybe hear some things and they're like, oh, I need to do that too. Yeah. So, you know, I think this is something pretty common. It doesn't matter if it's Fast Foundations or any other room that I've been in lately everybody is overwhelmed with the number of things that you're told, especially like on social media, like you need to be doing this. It's LinkedIn and TikTok and Instagram and emails and all these things. And then very little, it seems about like actually putting out work in the world, but there's all these things that we're being told to do. 
and it becomes super overwhelming. And the biggest thing that I ask for is remember who's telling you to do it. Okay. So we have all these professionals from every single industry and they're giving you advice and it's, it's fantastic advice because they've seen it work, but the conditions, the business conditions of each of those businesses that they're saying were successful could be different than yours. So I ask you to put on like your thinking hat and really say, am I in that space? Am I set up to do this? And the biggest thing for me is being able to monetize it. Unless you're making an investment from a stage in your business where you're like, this is throwaway money, then realistically, we need to be seeing some kind of payback in terms of a whole lot of happiness, new clients, new customers, something maybe um, removing some barriers that are in your business, but there's got to be a return on investment. So a great example right now is lots of business owners are starting podcasts. And I love that. But then I want to take it a step further. So if somebody is saying to you like, oh, you should start a podcast, I want to know how that's going to gain traction for your business. What are you doing For example, I have a company called Love Powered Co. We would pour into our existing customers and and listeners by providing information on the podcast. And that's great. But for us to get a return on, on our investment, we either need to be pitching products and sales on there or we need to have um, some sort of advertising or we need to be having guests who are going to expand our reach. So really thinking like, OK, well, how am I going to monetize this? The same thing with all of these different, you know, social media platforms that you're supposed to be on asking yourself, well, how am I going to see a return on this? Like, how much am I going to be investing? And how many do how many of whatever you sell do I have to sell to make this payback? Mm -hmm. Because oftentimes, if if there's too much of a like, holy smokes, I need to sell like, you know, 70 of these a month, and I'm currently selling two, you're like, oh, maybe this isn't my next right step. Maybe I need to do something to build up some income first. Yeah. And and I think you and I both have seen a lot of people, what's the coin term, is throwing spaghetti at the wall um, and trying to see what sticks. And if you're not strategic about certain things, like we'll just use your podcast um, analogy for instance, you aren't going to see that return on investment. And for someone who started a podcast without strategy and without really thinking those key things that you just shared through, yeah, you're probably not going to see a return on investment. Plug, plug. That's why. But even. (laughs) But I was just going to say, had somebody set me up with the framework like you teach, like you can play the long game with a podcast, right? Of like a a low, a low level investment, but having strategic, like I'm going to put ads or I'm going to get people who share similar communities to share my podcast so that my content goes out to the right audiences. Like that's a great place to invest in growing your business. Yeah. And I guess like the problem beyond that isn't just that you put out the podcast and now you're not really monetizing. It's that now you have even less time to do the things that you need to do to make money. So when I look at the model, I'm I'm looking at like some key components. But number one is like, how much time do you actually have? Because when we actually look at it in terms of like numbers and we put that constraint on it, we start seeing quickly like, oh, we actually don't have time to do all of this. And then we start getting strategic of like, okay, well, if I don't, I don't have enough hours to do this. Am I going to cut it out? Well, I don't really want to. Okay. Well, if I don't want to, then how am I going to make money doing it? Right. And having the constraint of even understanding, like, this is how much money I need every month to pay the business's bills and pay myself. Then we start making different decisions, actually having that very clear of like, how are we going to make money? And 
also just like I'm not a huge fan of a, a lot of programs that are just like, well, set your goal. And it's like, okay, but if you're currently selling two and your goal is 70, you're a far ways off. Like I'd rather you make money faster. So how do we, you know, create something that people want to buy quicker? We start really diving in, but it's like, you have to understand the components and where whatever advice that you're getting, where that fits in your plan. Yeah, definitely. So if people were thinking about investing at a level of say they're looking for mentorship or coaching or possibly a mastermind and they haven't really done that yet. And they've started listening to this podcast by chance and they're getting so much awesome content from the boys sharing all of those strategies they can implement in their business. But they tuned in today and they're like, she's right. There are several things that are not bringing me an income and they're actually costing me time, which in the long run is money that I could be putting towards my business. You know, how couldn't somebody be discerning when it comes to like all of this inundation that we have of coaches and masterminds and mentors and online courses and programs? Like where, where is the average person to find themselves in all of this? Yeah. So I'll tell you what I'm investing in right now. And I will tell you that there is nothing that doesn't involve community. So I am not investing in a program that's just like you get access to 70 hours of replays. Like unless you are very specifically looking at like, okay, I need this specific training and I think I have the ability to learn this from a video, not, not needing one-to-one interaction. Then my next step is like, okay, I'm, I'm investing in community because I think when we create community, we will learn from the people around us. We'll learn from the people, like the questions that are asked. That's where FFM has a great mix of like all these leaders who can kind of give you nuggets. Um, and you get them in a way that you can pick and choose and be like, okay, yes or no. And you don't feel, you don't feel guilty for not doing it. You're not in one coach's program and they're like, this is the only way, right? Like, you're really empowered through FFM to make decisions that are right for your business. And then you have community around you where you can ask other people's guidance and advice and ask for like their help. They've got some years in business. What worked for you? What's different about mine? And so community is key. That's what I'm investing in. Hey, it's RT. Thanks so much for listening to the Fast Foundations podcast. I want to see you in the room. I don't want you to just be hearing my and our voices. Let me tell you about the Fast Foundations Mastermind. It's a six-month-long program, and it's our signature program. It's how you join our community. Every time we talk about this amazing community of almost 400 people that have gone through our mastermind that we have here on the podcast that we hear from and our mentors, all that kind of stuff, all the guest speakers, the coaches, all the awesome things that we get to do, it all starts with the mastermind. It's a six-month-long program with two two-day in-person events. One's in Scottsdale, one's in Denver. Yes, they're in amazing, beautiful places. We have them in cool spots because that's fun. We also give you six months with a coach, one-on-one. And the most important thing is once you go through that mastermind and you learn from all these amazing speakers that we bring in, learn from your coach, grow with me and Jim and the rest of our team, you get lifetime access to our community. Every single thing that we do is recorded and uploaded into a private platform off of Facebook, off of the social medias, all that kind of crap. And it's saved in one place that you have, again, lifetime access to. So when you join the Fast Foundations Mastermind, which you can learn more about at fastfoundations.com and click on join the community to apply. When you join this mastermind, 
you're in our community for life. I really hope to see you in the room and I hope to talk to you soon. I, I couldn't agree more. I really find a lot of value being in community with other people who are just willing to have these conversations because many people who are not entrepreneurs, they maybe can have a half a conversation with you, but they're just not able to help you in these conversations. And so being discerning about who you share these big goals, dreams, aspirations, struggles, all the things, ideas with is key and having that community. And that's the one thing for sure. That's like an underlying foundation for both Jim, RT and I is, is we joined for that piece. I think we are all, and you included, especially, I mean, you had your own successful business long before you ever were a part of this community, but that's the one missing piece that a lot of people didn't spend time working on was a growing their personal brand and then networking and growing a community of people who could support them. Um, so it's not just about building a community that follows you with your community audience, but about one that you can fit into too and feel like you can truly show up and be your, your biggest self and then to get that support and help. Um, you just got back from the Fast Foundation's uh, retreat in Cabo. You wanna share a little bit about that? That's what you were saying, how amazing it was to get to connect with everybody. Yeah, I mean, I was in, so I will say I was in business in this online business for a good six months before I found FFM. And one of the things that I noticed with a really large difference is that when I found the community and not only did I get to connect, so people were like offering advice to me and my next right steps, but I got to put back into people. I just felt lit up in a whole nother way. Like that contribution factor for me is really important. And that is like the magic that happened in Cabo. So FFM in general, like is fantastic. You get to meet so many people, but Cabo specifically was very unstructured, just a ton of time connecting. And the conversations were constant. It was like sun up to sundown, past sundown. And it was just, it was the most wonderful time. I, I, we're all, every single one of us is asking like, when's the next retreat? When's the next retreat? I could do this every month. So That's community, awesome. going back to community. Definitely. And I, I joke because I think if you ever get an opportunity to listen to one of the first two or three episodes of this podcast, you know, Jim, RT and I sit down and talk about the fact that we were missing these type of friendships in our life and this type of like connection with people. And then that's literally all three of us put our money where our mouth was saying, if I walk out of this with nothing other than a couple of high level friends that I can have these big conversations with, like that'll be the, my greatest return on investment. And you're right. Like that piece about getting to contribute and to pour back into other people was the thing that lit me up too. And why when Chris asked me to step in and become a support coach, I was like me, like there are high, much more high level entrepreneurs coming into this group than I was at the time. But he was like, that's not the point. The point is to hold space and have be supportive and, you know, keep people accountable and strategize with them. Like you got that. That's the thing that you bring to the table. And so when other people can kind of see that greatness and how you get a chance to shine in there, it's definitely empowering. And we've seen so many people take off and start their own communities and grow their brand and business in ways that like, there's no way that's what they came in thinking they were doing. And I've, I've watched yeah. you just grow and scale like as a human. Um, and it's been so beautiful. And I said that when we jumped on, I was like, I just see a new version of you show up every time you turn on the camera for social media. And it just speaks to like the person you're becoming and the businesses that you're growing by like what you're doing. So I know, you know, we could talk on end about business and you started a company, you're, the small business club is, is I feel like something we got to share and talk about because that's where most of us fall. We fall into that category of the small business. 
And whether you're a brick and mortar, which I know you're obsessed with, like I am, there's nothing like that connectability piece. So if you, if you have a brick and mortar and you're small business, like Stacy is your, is your people. She is your people. So tell us a little bit about what your company does and what you do to support small businesses. Yeah. So I'm a little weird. I'm just obsessed with small businesses. I am obsessed with how heart-led and like homegrown the feel is when you buy from a small business. The effort that they put in, the details that they care about, how they give back to the community, how they want every single one is is like, I want to do better for my employees than what I had, right? And so like that level of striving for something better really intrigues me. And then I also know that even like myself, I went to small, I went to business school and I actually had zero idea how to run a business. And so that disconnect after 15 years and thousands of small businesses, I'm like, man, I've got this like incredible skill set and this like almost this view behind the closed doors that nobody gets access to. And I'm like, I can help people run these well and not bail. You know what I mean? Because if you're not making money and it's really tough, there comes a point where you're just like, man, why do I want to do this anymore? And I'm like, that doesn't have to be like that. I had a business that I got tons of holidays and we made millions and like, it was, it was fantastic. And we still got to give back. We didn't lose the heart piece. We still got to give so much back to the community. And people think you have to compromise on one of those, right? They're like, okay, I can have a great community and make money, but I'm going to have to never see my family. It's like, no, I want it all. And I know people can do it. So the small business club, we have a couple different components. There's one-to-one mentorship for the people who really want to make progress really fast. We have the club. So small group where you get to learn and you actually get to workshop and really dive into what's going to make your business successful and do it in a group. And then I also have the School for Small Business podcast, which is very much dedicated to my own lessons and lessons of other experts who can bring you these short, actionable episodes on what you need to know for having a successful business. Yeah, so important. And I'm so glad that I I don't want to call us little people, but sometimes we feel lost in the grand scheme of like, the whole online world and the whole, you know, bigger is better and scale this and don't, don't do the small things and don't build things unless they're scalable. You know, we talked about that. There's still so much heart left for those of us who are doing one-to-one services or who are doing person-to-person services, you know, being a salon professional for 22 years. You know, I tried to pull away a few years ago, but there's, there's a piece missing of me when I sit behind the camera all day long or when I'm podcasting, though I'm obsessed with podcasting and I've made it my second kind of career now-ish, um, I still stay in the salon a couple days a month because there's nothing like that. And you're right. There's so much heart and there's so much like creativity and dedication to, to that. And you're, you're absolutely right that it doesn't have to, you don't have to suffer in different areas. And especially when you get the right mentorship and you stay in community with someone like Stacy, who is encouraging you and showing you like, Hey, pay attention to the things that matter. And let's take the things off the table that aren't really helping right now. doesn't mean you have to take them off forever, but getting strategic about what's most important in your business can ultimately make it super successful. Um, so shout out to you for, you know, making sure that you are putting that hand back and bringing people with you because we, again, see so many mentors or coaches or people who are so far unrelatable that, that they're telling us to do things. And it's almost like, well, but yeah, but how did you get from step one to two to three? Cause I see you're on step 100 and I need to just take step one and two. And that's something else that we talked about is like, you know, which advice do we know? How do we discern like whose advice that we take? Right. Cause that was one of the things we talked about, but I think you and I share this because 
sometimes we look at people and we're like, oh, that sounds like a good thing. Maybe I'll do that. And I am no, um, I, I have not felt reprieve from like that little bit of shiny object of like, that looks good or I'll do that. Or that person says I should do it this way. And how do you, how do you know <laughs> on the rabbit hole of, like you said, TikTok and online of who to listen to? Yeah. Okay. So this is so important. Like if you don't listen to anything else in this episode, you have to listen to this piece. So there are different stages in business and at every stage, it's almost like growing up. Like there's this Erickson's principles of like what you need at each stage growing up, like child, teenager, et cetera. There's this same growing up in your business. Okay. So what I see happen that causes the most pain is that you're at a certain level of business. Maybe it's like early on one to two years. And then you're looking at people like Ray Dalio and you're like, you know what I'm going to, or, or, you know, we're taking lessons from Disney and we're like, we're going to blow this up. And it's like, those are the wrong lessons. That is not what you need for the next stage in business. And at the same time, you could be five or six years in and the advice that you need then is probably to like firm up your business, get more strategic, get the foundation laid, get the systems in place, culture, things like that versus like, okay, let's go chase more revenue. And if you're hearing the wrong advice, it's literally setting you back. It's creating a roadblock. If you're going to scale, you're scaling your problems. And so really getting the right advice for that stage in business. I'm so passionate about this. I'm debating writing a book on it, to be honest. It's going to at least be a course or something because people really need to understand like, where are you at? What's going to get you to that next right right level without skipping the levels? Because if you skip them, that's a problem as well. And then you can go get education that's really specific for what you need to do next, right? Like early on, it is about sales. It's only about sales. You got to prove that what you're doing is working. So go make some money. And then when you have it working where you're like, okay, the sales are pretty consistent. I know I can do something well, then there's a next right step. And so I want to show people like, okay, here's how you can figure out where you're at and then go develop the skills you need to be the leader at the next right level. Because even as a CEO, who I am at day one solopreneur is somebody way different than a seven figure business with a team of 10. Like who I need to show up as and what I need to be doing on a daily basis is not even in the same realm. Right. Right. And I think a lot of people want to want to jump in and skip all the steps and end up in that CEO role with a team of 10 and not having taken out the trash or cleaned the toilets yet. And I think that's the non-sexy glamorous part of entrepreneurship that a lot of people aren't willing to talk about. It's, you know, we see this curated feed on social of people selling these seven figure courses and, you know, or for seven figure and, you know, whatever, whatever. And it's, it's this illusion that you can skip all the steps and go from nothing to something really big and, and huge. And, you know, Lori Harder said something when we were in an event together not too long ago. She said, you know, you spend 10 years to have that one year of, of growth, right? To like have made it. And a lot of times it takes a decade to step into that season of, of that growth. And people don't want to hear that sometimes. And like any good business, it takes time to grow it. And the first step is, yeah, is, is what I have something that people want. And I love that you brought it back to sales because I find that so many people get stuck in that, in that space. They'll create a course or they'll come up with something, um, an idea, and they don't test it enough and they, they're not, sales is not their strong suit. So if you are stepping into entrepreneurship and maybe you can speak to this, I know we have some friends and other people that, that really focus on sales, but if you're 
coming into entrepreneurship and you've got ideas and you're really passionate and you want to grow something and sales scare you. What advice would you give people who are like, well, I don't want to be salesy or I don't want to be sleazy or I'm scared to sell or I don't know exactly what to say, um, but I have this really great idea or product or service or whatever, but the sales piece is like such a crippling, you know, if you're listening, you know what I'm talking about. Okay, well, first of all, I'm an accountant. (laughs) So by no means do I have that born gene of sales. (laughs) But one thing that helped me way before, you know, a decade ago, one thing that helped me was I really just came back to like, I want to help and I know I can help. I didn't have the marketing training. I didn't have sales training. I was just able to say, I know this is what your business needs. This is what I know I can deliver for you. Not, Not just like, you know, some tax return, but like I can save your business money and here's what that means to you. And that was like the best form of sales anybody could make. So if you're thinking about it in terms of like, well, I need this money, like my challenge to you is you really got to get out of that mindset. You need to go back to who you're serving and who you're helping. And if you just focus on helping, everything else will fall into place. And the other thing is, is like, I am a an introvert, but I know my style. I work better when I'm talking to somebody about what I can offer one-to-one that works because I'm a service provider. So I just have conversations. To me, it's about getting in front of people and talking to them about what I do and having conversations. So if you're in that service space, it doesn't have to be a sales page that you need to write and like all these things, like just get yourself in rooms, Mm. have conversations and Don't be afraid to talk about what you do. And especially when there's a point in a conversation where like, I know this, I'm really good at this. Then that's your key to share. Yes, 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 yes. And again, it goes back to nobody knows what you do unless you talk about it. So if you have great ideas and you are passionate and you can hear the energy in her voice, how much she loves to help small businesses, clearly she just needs a platform to share it and talk about it. And we have that with social, we have that with podcasting, we have that with the ability to get into masterminds and groups uh, where people encourage you to share and talk about the things that you know, and that you're somewhat of an expert at. So put yourself in those situations, allow for your greatness and your expertise to kind of shine through and give yourself permission to like step into that ownership space. If entrepreneurship is calling you, or if you've been working in into that, but if you're struggling to kind of figure some things out, get with Stacy one-to-one, I promise you the framework of how she helped me map things out was totally priceless, huge shout out. And I'm so grateful because it really helped clear up some space of things I was doing that weren't really serving me anymore. And some things that could kind of be put on hold for just the time being until I get some other ducks in a row. So Trust me, mentors need mentors, coaches need coaches, and we all just need community with one another. So, so grateful that you all tune into Fast Foundations, the podcast. We really hope that these episodes have brought some insight. You can always tune into the boys. Um, they drop weekly nuggets on all the tech good stuff. We know RT always brings the knowledge with uh, the product-based business stuff and all the good things that they're learning and, and putting out into the world. But um, Stacy, I love your energy. I love what you're doing for us small business owners. And we're so, so grateful that you chose to continue to work with I don't want to call us the little guys because we're little, but we're mighty, right? We're the, we're what, we're the heartbeat of the business world. Honestly, without small businesses, there is no big business. So shout out to any of you guys growing your small business and uh, reach out to Stacy on social. She's always down for a convo. And is that where we can reach you? Is that where you prefer people to come find you? Yeah. Instagram. Instagram. All right. All that stuff will be in the show notes. Um, you guys keep building your business, keep working hard and keep being discerning about what, you know, content and advice and all the things that you take in uh subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode and we'll see you guys on the next one
Thank you so much for tuning in. For more free business tips like this, make sure to subscribe to the podcast and follow us on Instagram at fast.foundations. What was your biggest takeaway from this episode? We want to know. Tag us on Instagram, share this episode with a friend and leave us a five-star rating and review so we can reach more incredible entrepreneurs like you. We're so glad to have you as part of our community. Go to our website, fastfoundations.com for details on our next in-person event. This podcast is sponsored by Carter & Custer Agency at carterandcuster.com.